Looking to transform your family game nights? At Perfectly Picked Games, we specialize in family games that bring everyone closer. Our games aren't just fun. Kids and teens will learn how to take turns, develop basic strategy skills, and understand the thrill of winning and grace of losing. With our exclusive gift of games, you can give months of gaming excitement to your family. Choose a three-month or six-month gift, and we'll deliver hand-picked family games to your doorstep every month. And here's the best part. Right now, you can use the promo code GOLDENMOJO and receive 20% off your selected plan. Don't miss out on this exclusive offer. Use promo code GOLDENMOJO and save 20% today at Perfectly Picked Games. Hello, all you paranormal freaks. It's the last Saturday of the month, and you know what that means. The veil is at its thinnest. So if you're brave enough, all of you hitchers and drifters, load up for a ride with Golden Jade and Logan as they traverse to the other side. Welcome back, all you hitchers and drifters, to the United States of Paranormal, your weekly road trip through all things cryptid, creepy, and paranormal. I am your co-host and future ghost, Just Logan, and with me is the rocker chick. I'm here. Hello. And we are, they talked about it previously. We talked about it on the other side. And I think, I don't know if Golden Jay's mentioned it on a normal episode, but uh, what this is, is we're doing an extra show on the other side on Saturdays for us to get to know the host of Tusop a little bit better. And Bobby pulled the short straw, so she's here first. (laughs) I'm here first. Did he just tell you guys who was going first, or is there a strategic way that you guys picked who was going when? Or Nope, he just told me. He's like, you're going first. I'm like, okay. I figured. Hmm? Okay, so I've got, I've got 21 questions. Okay. That's just how, that's how it, that's just how, and it's a little bit of a mix, so it's got some, like, stuff to personally know you, some spooky stuff, and some stuff kind of in between. All right, sounds good. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get started. Our first question is going to be, where did you grow up? Oh, well, um, the same place I am living today, not the same exact house, but um, a mile from where I'm at right now in Etna Green, Indiana. So I've lived in the same vicinity, one mile apart in three different houses my entire life. See, I I didn't know that you guys had a different. The only house I ever knew that you're is the house you're currently at, which was the house that your parents lived at when I was little. That's the only one I remember them ever being at. Right when I was sixteen, well, would have been fifteen. They started building the house that I live in. We live in currently, um, a mile back towards Etna Green, over the railroad tracks, was a trailer that. Uh, me and your sister, or me and your mom, <laughs> grew up in. So. Okay. And she, now, t- her listeners, to clarify, she didn't live there the, her whole life. She did live on Winona Lake, right? Correct. Which is a mile in, a, in another direction. <laughs> yeah. And so. that was that was y'all's first house, you and Jeremy's first house? Yes, yes. Okay. We bought that right when right after we got married. Okay, cool. Okay. So question number two. Was there any place in your childhood home or a place you frequented as a child that scared you? Oh, honestly, 
I don't think so. We lived less than a mile from the cemetery, so we played a lot in the cemetery. Um, maybe every once in a while, my um, aunt's church might have scared me as a child. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking? Uh, is it Joyce? Yeah, the Pentecostal yeah, no, church. Every once yeah. in a while, I'd get a little freaked out by those people, but most of the time, yeah. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. It, it could be spooky when they all start yelling and stuff. Oh, yeah. But also, like I went, we went there a lot as kids too, and uh, Joyce, like Joyce, cleaned there. Mm-hmm. So there'd be a lot of times where you'd go as a kid to where there's nobody there but me, my sister, and Joyce. So it was, it was definitely spooky, empty, for sure. Yeah, the big, um, I think when I was really little, the big bathtub where they, you know, yeah. baptize people, that always freaked me out. I'm like, that is huge. Yeah, and there was, <laughs> there was, I've never seen it full. I just seen it like with just a like, little puddle of water in the bottom and always looked dirty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so growing up with your, growing up with your family, what, what was it like? Like, what was your family dynamic like? Oh my gosh. Um, family dynamic. I was the middle child, so I got away with a lot of things, <laughs> I guess I should say. I pretty much did my own thing. And um, my mom was always working, either when she was at work or when she was at home. And my dad barely worked, <laughs> but when he did, he. Um, would be gone for, you know, days at a time and just it was it was pretty normal for the for back then. So so uh what I I you know, I honestly I don't know what your mom or your dad did when they worked. Uh my mom worked in a factory her whole entire life. Um she made windows when they were still living here and she was there for over 20 years. Um, and my dad was a welder, so he just did odd and end jobs. So he was working sometimes and not other times. So, yeah, I remember, I think I remember it was your mom that fell off a ladder at work. I think, wasn't it? Uh, I, she broke her arm at one point. I can't remember how she did that. I remember uh, for, for a little while there, um, if I got sick at school, she would be who came and picked me up. And I can remember her car. I don't, I can't remember a whole lot about them because I, uh, I was very, I was young. I wasn't super young when we moved away, but they had moved before we left because they moved to, con- they moved and then they moved back because they got that trailer that was in like towards the back of your property right and then they moved again correct all before we moved to germany so like uh i i remember your mom a lot more than i remember your dad because i feel like i spent more time with her alone because like i said if i got sick for a while there she would be the one that would pick me up from school right but i like i don't remember a whole lot about uh grandpa other than like uh he would show me his teeth came out. <laughs> yeah, that lot. was his that was his thing with kids, yeah. yeah. Was paranormal ever a subject in your household or growing up at all? No, not at all. Um there was no besides my aunt, there was no religion in our house, neither positive nor negative. 
<laughs> so um, really didn't, probably until after I got my license and stuff like that, did I actually, I mean, there wasn't the internet as it is nowadays and stuff like that, but just hearing stories from my older sister, your mom, um, about spooky places around the area. Um, I started to get a little into that, you know, going to little Egypt and going to cemeteries and stuff like that. So, Okay. <clears throat> so growing up in a small town, like it, you small town and you kind of stayed in that area. Uh, what was, what was your friendships like? And did you hold on to a lot of those moving on as an adult? Um, <clears throat> I have a lot of school friends like on Facebook and stuff and I don't really talk to a lot of them or see them. I mean, we see them maybe um, when we're going to the grocery store or Meyer or whatever, we'll see them every once in a while. Um, but I think the people I see the most are friends we made after high school. Okay. So, cause I know that, I always get it backwards. I can't, I know Scotty T knew all of you, but I don't know how, I don't know how he came into the fold. I don't, I didn't know if he was my mom's friend, then y'all's friend, or if he was Jeremy's. I know he was in bands with Jeremy and stuff. Um, so Scott was in your mom's grade. So we all knew Scott from school. We all went to the same high school, elementary. Um, he lives in the same town. Um, Mainly became friends with Scott when him and Jeremy started playing music together. Okay. So um, Jeremy is probably a junior in high school, and we started hanging out with Scott, and they were in a band together, and that's how that you know we've been friends ever since. So all right, cool. Okay, so let's see. Try not to I keep losing my spot here. <laughs> it's all right. Okay. Do you remember the first time that you had to deal with death and how it impacted you? Oh my. The first time I had to deal with death that I can remember, which is kind of odd, um, was when I was 14, 15. Um, the guy I was dating died in a car accident. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was, that was the first time I really didn't have any family that had passed away before then, or I never had to deal with anything like that. So that would have been the first time. Oh, that sounds how, like, how, what was that experience? Like that sounds rough. It was rough because, um, I was so young and, we hadn't really, I mean, we dated for quite a while. He was a high school friend and, um, he was, he was older. Um, and it was not, a was an accident, but it was, he was with a friend and they had been drinking and they were chased by the police and actually hit, um, one of the factory signs less than a mile away from my house <clears throat> and he got flung out of the car and yeah, died on impact. And the friend that was driving actually went to jail. Yeah. Okay. Well, so. that's, that's about the same for both my early exposures to death outside of family was my best friend. 
basically senior year of high school, got an accident that was very similar. And then I lost a cousin to something very similar right. to that too. So uh, the, like you said, it's the, it's, it's, it's definitely hits different when it, when you know it's coming, if you know somebody's sick or old compared to something that's just as abrupt as a car accident or something that comes out of nowhere. And it's, it's tricky to deal with. I, I never knew that about you. Yeah, it was, uh, what's weird about it is I was, uh, babysitting at, um, a guy's house here outside of town. Um, and I'd been doing it for a year or so. I would stay cause he worked thirds and watch his daughter. And I woke up in the middle of the night, just anxiety. You know, I was young. I didn't even know what it was. And, um, it wasn't two hours later, my dad was calling me and he's like, we're going to come pick you up. You need to come home. And I said, well, I have to wait till Charlie gets home. And so as soon as Charlie got home, he came and picked me up. And it was the first time I'd ever seen my dad cry. And he wouldn't tell me on the way home what was going on. Oh, that sounds unsettling. And it was so, it was, yeah, it was really weird. So... Oh, yeah, I can imagine. I would be if my dad picked me up like that and started crying, wouldn't tell me why. I I can imagine what your head was going yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. I was just That's like, what's you know, something happened to mom or my sister or brother or whatever, and yeah, I had no idea that you know that's that's what it was. So. It's 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 uh, how you said that like you had anxiety and you didn't know what it was about. It's kind of weird how human beings can kind of go through that. It's something like how. We can't really tell why that hits us or stuff like that. Like uh, I had talked to Uncle Jeremy before, Golden Jay, about when my buddy, when my days before my buddy passed, I had like this awful feeling. One day I was driving to work and I there's this little white cross on the side of the road and I could have swore it said his name and it made me super paranoid. Right. Because I hadn't I had been talking to him because we were working opposite shifts. We we're in high school. He was hanging out with the athletics crowd. I I was just working. Uh, so we didn't see each other a lot. And, uh, so I go to his work and he's there and I was like, Oh man, I, I freaked myself out. I saw this. And he was like, well, I got this party and I was like, ah, I can't go to it. I've got to work. And he went to that party and that's when they went for a beer run. Cause here in Texas, uh, 12 o'clock, uh, first of all, you can't buy alcohol, like liquor in regular stores here. It's gotta be a liquor store, but at 12 o'clock in Texas, you can't buy after that. You can't buy alcohol at all. Right. Beer or anything. So they went on a beer run to Louisiana, which is close to here. It sounds like leaving the state, but like you drive 30 minutes from my house, you're in Louisiana. And he got, uh, he wasn't even driving and he, he was the only one with the seatbelt on and he, they got an accident. He's the only one that passed away. And it, it's just like, it's just like an innate feeling that was there before I even knew. Right. And it's just one of those weird things that just kind of always made me feel like there's definitely more out there. Cause it's like, Somehow you had a reaction before you had any idea what was going on. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, yeah, it's beyond spooky. Okay. To lighten it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everyone in elementary school or high school eventually was asked, what did they want to do when they grew up? Do you remember what it was that you wanted to do? Oh my gosh. I think I went through a lot of different things. Um, I think probably my first one was I wanted to be a police officer. <laughs> the whole investigation thing part of it. Yeah. Um, 
But after that, I don't know, just watching my parents and stuff like that, I think I just realized that I would probably just end up with a factory job. I didn't like school enough to want to go to college. So, you know, I'm happy with how it turned out. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's exactly how I was. I don't, uh, I, 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 surprised I made it out of school and let alone I there's no way I was going back I just don't have the tension span for it yeah I think at one point I wanted to be like a pilot but I had bad eyes and I always heard that you had to have 20-20 vision so yeah that's fair let's see what is something you find yourself thinking about most prominently like something that recurring that pops in your head oh wow that's a tough one (laughs) try to snag try to think of not normal goofy questions <laughs> um well it's football season so anxiety about the chiefs playing and winning and all that that's a lot of what's on my mind lately um otherwise a lot of it's got to do with work and usually on the weekends it's seeing the family and um, you know, what the kids are up to, worrying about them, things like that. So. Well, the bright side, like your your team you root for now is doing way better than they've done like the whole time they've existed since I've been alive. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's true. But it's, I think my anxiety from, you know, if they lose, I'm going to go into work and people are going to be harassing me about it so yeah i get that a lot yeah so. that's that's fair that's absolutely <laughs> fair it's like oh shit i had to go into work and listen to this <laughs> oh yeah i get that absolutely <laughs> let's see okay let's say you end up at the pearly gates and saint peter's there checking you in and he says before we get you all settled in you can ask one question and we'll tell you what's up what would you want to know oh one question. Oh my. Oh wow. That is a tough one. I'd like to think if that's a thing they'd let you ask of more than one, but you know. Yeah. Well, one question. I guess it would have to be why so much evil is allowed. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that absolutely makes sense. You put St. Peter on the spot with that one. Yeah. Get up there and be like, what's up with that, man? <laughs> yeah. I'd, I, uh, I, don't under- I don't understand how, yeah, how that works. Oh, I absolutely get that. Because like you said, in that scenario, if St. Peter's there, then that means heaven's real and everything that's attached to it. And then that just, I, I'm, I'm with you there. That'd be like, okay, so you are real. What the hell's up, man? Right. Like, if there's something up there intervening with stuff, be like, uh, maybe don't let Hitler slip by. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or let the the murderer kill a hundred people before they're caught. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's, there, it's one of those things. Yeah, and there's a lot of like bad things happening to good people and good things happening to bad people. Oh, I completely get that question. Yeah. What would you say your happy place is? Right now, it's holding a new grandbaby. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just have to say at home with Jeremy and um, just relaxing. I, I love, yeah, I, I 
I love our house. It's small. It's it's ours, and yeah. And during the summer, it's most most of the time at the campground. But when it's time to go home, we're ready to go home. So yeah, I have to say home. <laughs> she says her house is small, but her she probably has the biggest yard I've ever seen for anybody <laughs> ever. Let's see. What do you think uh, existence for spirits that linger on here is like? I hate to say it, but I think it's very hard for them. Because I think they're trying to communicate and they want to communicate. And if it does take as much energy for them to do that, you know, they're exhausted all the time. You know, I just... I just have a feeling it's terrible. That's a great answer. I mean, it, I could only imagine what it's like to constantly be trying to get your point across or communicate and just nothing. And then when you do get it across, it's like a blip yeah. of something. Like I turned a light on or I knocked over a candle. Yeah. And, and, and it's no wonder that the, you know, even if maybe they died a good person that they become you know, not as friendly because they have been trying for so long to yeah. get you to notice them or. No, I, I agree. Cause like, uh, like you said, even if it is a good person, you're stuck there so long trying to do so much and getting so little results. I imagine if you're cognitively aware to where you're trying something like that, you can slowly get exhausted and go insane or get bitter. Right. Right. To where it's like it stops being like I'm trying to tell my loved ones hello to like I will do whatever to whoever if I can just do it. Right. That's a good answer. Let's see. Let's get we're going to get a little generic with this question. If you could go back in time and talk to yourself, what's something you would want to say to you? Back in time. I would say that to tell myself to keep diaries because the older I get, the more I forget. So to be able to go back and read the things that happened when I was younger would be awesome. That is a good one. Actually, uh, Kayla has been journaling a lot here lately and she started doing it. And uh, she talked about how she would like there would be something for the kids to read later on if they wanted to and stuff like that. I've got, it's not journaling, but I mean, I've got this. Right. So I can go back and at least be like, hear things I was thinking about at the time. Cause like when I get on here, I usually, like you guys, we talk, me and Jeremy talk for 30 to 40 minutes at the beginning. So I kind of get an idea of like what I was thinking and whatnot. Right. And the kids can go back and listen to it. And that's what like your guys' family has is really lucky because your kids can go back and listen to their Ted like talk for years and years because yeah. he's been on he's done so much. Right, correct. Yeah, it's so. it's yeah, but yeah, uh, like I said, the old, the as the days go on, I forget more of that, you know, and Jeremy's memory is very very good. So he remembers a lot as a kid. So it's just funny because I'm like, oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> uh, I think I think me and him are in the same boat. I think that we talk so much to where we're constantly re- thinking about things we've done to where it never really gets a chance to leave our brains. Yep, I get that. So, but it's never too late to start journaling. You can start journaling now. That's true. That's true. All right. Uh, so how did you meet your co-host and what did you think the first time you met them? 
both of them? Yes, both okay. of them. I don't know how you met Uncle Jeremy. <laughs> I honestly don't know that one. So. so this is kind of funny. So this is something I do remember. I remember being in the first grade and the kindergarten groups walking through. And I remember seeing Jeremy for the first time. And I just thought how cute he was. And just, you know, we went to schools since he was in kindergarten together and um we were always friends um uh let's see so i was working at wendy's when i got my license and i was dating a guy from there and it didn't end up real great i had kind of i was still going to school but i wasn't really going to school because he was in college in Warsaw. So I was kind of skipping school and yeah, being the bad girl. And, <laughs> but anyways, it didn't end well. So I thought to myself, you know, I need to start getting back and seeing my friends at school and that stuff. So I went to a basketball game and Jeremy was in the band and one of our other friends, him and his name was Eric. Um, I never went to basketball games, so I sat with them up in the band area, and I ended up taking Jeremy home that night, and that's, yeah. It's crazy to, <laughs> it's crazy to think that you've known him since he was in kindergarten. Yeah, I just, I, I honestly do. I remember him as this tiny little cute boy, and I think I had a crush on him from that day and just never really, you know, was young, so, but. Nice. Yeah. And I didn't with, know he was in band. Yep, he was in band. Um, and then J-Dub, I met through Jeremy. Um, her actually, him actually bringing her onto the show was the pretty much the first time I met her. So Okay. And you just thought she was awful the first time you met her? No, I didn't. I really, I really, <laughs> yeah, it, it's strange. I We just kind of clicked. Both of us just clicked. And, um, yeah, I think she's great. So we're going to be spending a lot of time with her out of the podcast world. She's going to be at our campground this summer. So that'll be cool. So, yeah, I'm really glad that she came on the show because like, uh, her coming on for that episode was one thing, but we've really got to, you really got to know her better when she stopped being like an interviewee. Like you got to know her personality better and everything. And right, I can see how all y'all get along, especially her and Jeremy, because they both love potty humor so much. Yeah. Yeah. I was just talking with uh, Gunnar and Sarah about that. You know, it's like, I'm just sitting over there going, Oh God, guys, this again. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If anybody out there in podcast world listens to our show, they know that the rocker chip gets pretty darn quiet. when that comes on. Exactly the same. I feel that 110%. So you skipped school. I did quite often. Same. <laughs> All the time. The moment I got my, my motorcycle's license, I, it was like almost impossible for me to stay in school because I just knew it was sitting out there in the parking lot and I could leave whenever I wanted to. I got really good at, at writing my mom's name. <laughs> See, what I Signing, did I is... Say. What I did is I would just usually just call with the home phone and be like, Logan's sick today. Like try to do my dad's voice. Uh, 
and they didn't really question it. And then if I didn't do that, if I skipped a period, I would just go home and unplug the answering machine so the school couldn't leave a message. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> but eventually they sent a letter about truancy in court. So my parents found oh. out. So, yeah. I don't think my, my parents ever knew because I always, yeah. Like I said, mom was busy. Dad didn't really. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> my parents found out eventually, and I stopped for a little while, but then after they wiped my truancy, I started doing it again. And I never really went. Sometimes I went somewhere that was fun, but most of the time I would just go to work and get an extra shift. I'd just rather be anywhere but school, honestly. Yeah. Well, that's good to know that I wasn't the only one in the family doing it. I don't know if my mom <laughs> skipped school. I, I, I don't think she did, but... She doesn't seem like the type, but no. I don't know. Let's see... Okay, so we're going to we're going to take a break from the questions real quick and we are going to do a lightning round where I'm going to ask you something and you're going to answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's got it's got to be quick. I Is believe it, you. You oh, can do Oh my it. gosh. Okay, okay, so it's going to be like a finish the sentence kind of thing, okay? All right. You ready? Okay. My favorite snack is Cheetos. My favorite color is blue. I wish I had Oh, it's lightning round. Achieve yeah, to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bartender, I would like a. Kenny's cooler. A what? A Kenny's cooler. A Kenny's cooler? I have no idea. Can we please watch? Um, can we please watch um, Tournament of Champions? I don't know what that is. My. <laughs> My favorite song is Oh. Um Love of Lifetime. There you go. Okay, so what is a Kenny's cooler? Uh it's from Oh, Texas Roadhouse. Do you have Texas Roadhouses down there? Yeah, my sister worked there for like right out of high school for years. Like I she don't, used to lot she used to line dance there and everything. I don't know if they had them back then, but um, I think it's named after Kenny Chesney, maybe. Um, but it's a blue drink and it has the blue Kruko and it's really good. It's fruity and it's delicious. Jeremy, actually, we I got one from there and then he got the recipe and can make them at home. And yeah, they're pretty nice. good. I haven't had a lot of mixed drinks at places other than we used to have a Joe's Crab Shack in town. And they would bring, I'd get a shark attack and they bring it out in this mason jar with a crab on it. And I still have one of those. And a shark that had like a test tube in its mouth and the drink was blue and you tipped over the thing and it looked like there's blood in the water. Okay. Yeah. And it was delicious, but that's probably the second drunkest I've been in public. <laughs> I used to go there every birthday because when we first moved to Texas, we moved from Germany to here on my birthday. Mm-hmm. And it was the first place we ate at. So for the longest time, every time I had a birthday, I'd go there, but then they closed it down. So. Yeah. That's terrible when you like some place and yeah, they close down. It happens all the time. Like if you I need like something, you look up the recipe. You need to look up the recipe for it. If I like something, or uh, it, it usually gets discontinued. It's usually a food product or a drink product or a restaurant. It'll close down. Same here. We used to same here. We used to have a burrito place that we went to every comic book day, which was every Wednesday, and it was so popular. Like it was, it was a small town place. It's called Gio Burrito. It was so popular that eventually the guy was like, I'm going to open three more. And he opened three more. And as soon as those doors opened, uh, 
Freebird Burrito, like a big chain, mm-hmm. saw it, and there's like, oh, burritos are working great in this area. So they f- paid the guy, and they're like, no, close these down. We'll buy them. We'll open our place here. So he sh- they shut down all of them as soon as he opened multiple and changed it to like a chain burrito place that was like awful. Oh, man. Yeah. And then that guy, like in his contract, was like, my original location, I want to be able to open a different restaurant in. And then he opened a Mediterranean place that was really good. And I started eating there. Then he closed that because he was like, no, nah, I'm done with the Mediterranean thing. I'm going to do burgers now. And now he opened a burger place. And that's like my least favorite thing he's ever done. So I never eat there. Oh, goodness. It was awful. Uh, let's see. And what did you say your show was? What did you want to watch? Tournament of Champions. It's a cooking show. Uh, guy, uh, I always say his name wrong, Fieri. I don't um, know how to say it either. <laughs> I always said Fier- Fieri because it's got an R on it, but I think it's Fieri. That's how I say it too. Um, he takes all these um, master chef people and puts them in a tournament and they compete against each other. And it's like a bracket of 24 people and they play to, to leave. It is really, like- really good. My my go to for the for cooking stuff is I really like the food truck road race. But I've it's watched like, that a couple times. I, I like that one. It's one of those things. I think me and Colton talked about once. It just kind of got less interesting the longer it went on. Gotcha. And then I really liked the chef show that was on Netflix, but I think they stopped that too. There's so. a, there's a lot of good ones. I I watch a lot of them, and Jeremy's always like, "You don't cook." <laughs> you watch all these shows. <laughs> See, my problem is, is I cook every day, and then I watch those shows. Then I start cooking like weird, outlandish stuff that I got to go buy seasonings mm-hmm. and ingredients for. And then, it, like, you find out stuff like a uh, a certain seasoning you need for it is like thirteen dollars, or like you got to get capers and sardines, and you don't even know where to get that at a store, and it becomes a whole mess. I get it. Our uh, okay, question number thirteen. Are you superstitious? And if so, what are some of your superstitions? Am I superstitious? Um, I would have to say I wouldn't walk under a ladder. Um, little scared of doing things on Friday the 13th. Um, not really scared of a black cat walking in my path. I'd that's I would think so. Really... Casey was black. Yeah, yeah. So that would have been problematic if you're living in a house with one and you're scared of it. <laughs> um, so, no, I have to say I'm, I mean, you know, there are, all there are those couple ones like breaking a mirror and, and walking under a ladder. I, I think I might be a little. I, would, I don't think I'm, I, I'm kind of with you. Like, I don't think I'm super superstitious, but like, I won't go under a ladder. Uh, I have like little things. It's like, uh, I grew up riding a motorcycle because as soon as I got, I got my license at 15 and that's all I drove until I had my son when I was 20 and then I had to get a car to put right. in and everything. But like, uh, anytime I drive, I'm not, I'm not even religious or anything, but anytime I pass a motorcyclist pass by as me, I do the, you know, the crucifix, the whole Catholic thing. It's just something I've always done. Cause like I've seen, I used to be in a motorcycle club. And I've been in motorcycle accidents, so every time I see a motorcyclist, I get really nervous now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen so many. I've seen people wreck in front of me. I've wrecked myself. So every time I see one, and usually, unfortunately, in this area, when I see one, they're driving like assholes, mm-hmm. like incredibly fast and cutting lanes. So I get nervous, and I feel like that's going to help 
somehow. So I just do it instinctively if I don't want to. I don't do anything, but oh my God. Yeah. I, when Jeremy got his motorcycle, you know, he, he was like, you know, come ride with me. I think I went on a few longer rides with him, but I don't like, I don't like motorcycles. I, and I, I don't know. It, it's an anxiety thing. Whenever he would get on it and leave, I would always just be sick to my stomach until he got home. You know, it's just, just one of those things. And, and if I am driving home from work and there's a motorcycle around, I will either slow down or go faster to get away from them. Yeah, no, I, yeah, <laughs> I just, I don't know what it is. I don't, there's no protection there. You know, it's there's just, not. oh, and I, I don't want to be anywhere near them. And I'm kind of like that with school buses now too. I don't know why. Um, Just just this yeah it's an anxiety thing those both make me anxious too (laughs) i i come from a family of people that ride motorcycles and like i said i myself rode one from 15 to well as my only ride at range or anything that's what i rode uh but it's just as i got older and been through accidents like i had a log truck drop a log i hit that and i got an accident i had a lady run me off the road at one time when i lived with my sister i got I didn't hit a dog. I had a dog hit me. I got tackled by a mastiff on her road. Oh, goodness. Like he was in my lap when we hit the ground. Wow. And then I've seen so many people have accidents. And then uh, uh, most of the people I rode with here are now dead because they got an accident. So like when my brother-in-law, Jeremy, bought a motorcycle and I'm happy he stopped riding it because that made me anxious. And then my buddies all that kind of got bikes because I had them, they stopped and that made me feel better. And I'm happy uncle Jeremy doesn't really ride anymore either. Yeah. Cause it just makes me, it makes me anxious. And I hope that none of my kids ride motorcycles, even though it's like a family tradition. I rather them not because drivers are getting worse and worse as technology gets better and better. So yeah, it, it definitely Skylar every once in a while talks about buying one and it just, it freaks me out. It's just like, mm, mm, no, you know, <laughs> don't, yeah. but I can't control I, what they do. I, I'll, I let them do what they want to do, but yeah, yeah. Jeremy doesn't ride anymore because I don't want want to ride with him, you know. So, yeah, I never I never rode with anybody on the back of mine because I didn't want to be the reason anybody got hurt. Other than, like I said, my brother in law. Now he used to be my best friend. When we were in high school, I would let him get on the back of my motorcycle and we'd drive to Taco Bell, but he wouldn't give me a choice. So, but uh, yeah, I just uh, I'm not about it. I. I probably would have still been riding if somebody hadn't, I had my, I had an Indian and somebody stole it from my parking lot in a storm. But like I was riding it less and less just because I was like, I don't want something to happen. And then my kids not have anybody. Right. Because that was before me and Kayla were together. And I was like, if I go, they don't got anybody. So I rather that not happen. And I just, like I said, I hope none of them ride it. Not, not to say it's bad. Like if you, if listeners, if you like riding a motorcycle, that's great. Just be safe. Yeah, yeah. And I just know it, that it yeah. gives me anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> me too. <laughs> okay, so if you could speak to one person who is not with us anymore, who would you want it to be? Oh, one person that's not with us anymore. Oh, my goodness. Okay. It's weird I'm... that this came up today because I wrote these questions earlier, but today you got a new episode came out and you guys talked about dreams about people that have passed coming and visiting you. Yep. Um, I would have to say it would be my mom because I have a lot of questions for her. 
It's understandable. Were you and your mom pretty, like, like I said, I don't know. I don't remember much about our, my grandparents, but were you guys pretty close or when they I lived, just remember her being very quiet. She was, um, she was very quiet and, um, I hate to say it. Does, does your mom listen to these? <laughs> I'm a lot I, like I, my mom. I'm a <laughs> lot like my mom in a lot of ways. Um, and I was very close with her when they lived in the area and when they moved to Kentucky with, as you know, with everybody, when you move away, you don't talk as much, you call each other on holidays. Yeah. It was one of those things. So yeah, I hadn't, um, hadn't talked to her in quite a while. So yeah, I would like to just know what had been going on. So yeah, no, that's completely, I, I get that. Like I said, I, I wish I had known her better. Cause like everything I remember of her, she was very sweet. She was just very quiet. Mm-hmm. And like, I can remember the thing I remember about her the most. And it, it's kind of spooky because it's her laugh. I remember her laugh the most. And like, honestly, Kayla's laugh is almost identical to her laugh. Really? So every time Kayla laughs, it reminds me of her. Mm-hmm. But I just, we said, I, I just remember her always being sweet. I have, uh, I remember one Christmas while they were still, I don't know if they were still living in that house or it's tricky because you guys lived in that house too. So I don't know if they were just visiting for that Christmas and they were at that house or what, but it was a Christmas where they got us kids, these bags that were about like a foot long and they, they were kind of like that native American pattern and they zipped Mm -hmm. and they had like the bigger beanie babies in it. Okay. And my sister got a cat and I got a bear, but she gave my mom and dad a big, I don't want to call it a quilt, but it's kind of like a quilt because it, it's just this big blanket that wa- has black and yellow squares on it. And I still have that blanket and that pouch that my Beanie Baby came in to this day because it just reminds me of her. But I, like I said, I don't know if that was a Christmas at their house or if it was them coming to see everybody at you guys' house because, like I said, it got convoluted there for a second yeah it's yeah like I said I don't remember a lot of that but I do have pictures of Christmases when we were here so I'm thinking it was probably when when we were here because we moved in when Skylar was four and a half five something like so that. yeah it apps it had to be when you guys were living there they probably was when they were living in the trailer on the property right yep but I I can like I can definitely, I remember, the way I remember her is like she had hair almost to her shoulder and it was, it was all, it kind of, that's all I remember her is with is that, that same haircut, Mm -hmm. like about shoulder length. Like I said, she was, she was very quiet, but like the thing I remember the most about her is her laugh. Yep. Yep. And I am a natural brunette, but I have not been for, I don't know how many years because when I looked in the mirror, I saw my mom. I look a lot like my mom, so I changed my hair color (laughs) (laughs) because it was very hard to look in the mirror. So, yeah. (laughs) I got, there is like, there's two hair styles that I strategically avoid because if I have them, my dad's sister and mother will tell me I look exactly like him and then I can't (laughs) stop seeing it. So I avoid (laughs) both of those lanes because it's kind of, it's kind of spooky when you look in a mirror and you see somebody completely different that's not you like you yeah look there and you're like oh there's my dad 
or there's my mother. Yeah. Like and, when And I got that a lot. You know, go seeing relatives and stuff like, "Oh, you look just like your mom. You look just oh, like yeah, your mom." Oh, yeah, especially and it's like, "Oh, come on. I'm I'm not not my mom." <laughs> yeah. uh, I can only imagine, especially since you lived you both lived in the same area. Like, right. We could just get it. I have the benefit of moving around. So like I don't have a lot of like I can go places and people not know me or right. the people I'm attached to because I've been a little bit of everywhere. So I think I ran into people I knew more often when I lived in Indiana because they I run into my old babysitter when I was in Indiana. I run into people like you're Don's kid or you're Jeremy's nephew, and I'd be like, I don't know any of you. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's we live in small town. You know, everybody knows everybody. So <laughs> it was. I think it was when I was working at Radio Shack. My old neighbor, I didn't even know who he was because he looked completely different. And he was like, Logan. And I was like, I just moved from southern, southeast Texas to northern Indiana. Who the hell is calling my name? And he was like, I was your neighbor. And I was like, Gordon? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to get used to this. <laughs> Let's see. Is there any form of media, like a book or movie or TV show, that you would say left an impact on you? A book or TV show? I don't, I think I could count the number of books I've read on like my two hands personally. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not a big book reader either at all. Um, I would have to say, by God, I can't think of its name. What's the new end of the world movie on um, Netflix? Um, end of the world movie i can't remember the last time i watched something on netflix <laughs> oh crap what what happened in it what was something that left an impact with you about it um it was just too realistic that it kind of freaked me out that's like fair. i believe that's how the world will probably end because it's like they set off a thing that took away all of the electronics and everything and pretty much nobody I, knew how I to I saw a trailer for that. I'm trying to remember who it was Sandra Bullock in it. <laughs> See, let me let me look this up. Uh... I could get it traumatizing you. I watched I had I think my first panic attack in my life was watching the movie Poseidon, the one with Fergie in it. Mm-hmm when the dad swam and drowned, like I had a massive anxiety attack and I thought I was dying. <laughs> uh, it's called leave the world behind. It has Julia Roberts in it. Julia Roberts. Okay. That's who I was thinking. Why did I think she was Sandra Bullock? I seen that because I think I saw a scene. My boss was watching it. I think I saw a scene where a bunch of smart cars were just like crashing. Yeah. And, and literally I'm like watching this movie and I'm going that, the AI thing totally freaks me out anyways, because, you know, after iRobot and those movies, you yeah. know, I I literally do not want anything robotic <laughs> anywhere near me. <laughs> so, so yeah, I think that those type of movies kind of have impacted me. Um, That's fair. Megan, yeah, totally. Oh, um, I like yeah, <laughs> well, I liked Megan, but yeah, I don't want a mechanical doll yeah. that can yeah, no. start thinking further herself. And well, yeah, yeah, no, I grew up terrified of Furby. 
because they're like, it learns stuff, and then uh, that thing was creepy as hell. Kayla actually trains AI for a living, so... Oh, see? That's what she... Yeah. She teaches them during the day, so if there's an uprising, you can blame her. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Can you remember the first time you got drunk? Oh... That was a long, 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 long time ago. <laughs> um, yes, I would. I would have to say I was way below the drinking age. Um, I had a neighbor that was older than me that I hung out with. Um, we would go to the movies every Sunday night, but didn't actually go to the movies every Sunday <laughs> night. <laughs> um, and that is why I can't stand the smell of beer anymore um because yeah when i was very young um i drank a lot of beer <laughs> with with my neighbor and a lot of amish people <laughs> oh god getting wasted with amish people <laughs> oh they're crazy they're yeah, crazy no, absolutely they don't so, listen to road signs and apparently they get drunk with underage people so. yeah yep. well i think we were all underage <laughs> So did on like nights like that, did you, did you go home or did you just stay with somebody or? Um, so most of the time I would stay with her. Um, other times, um, I would say I was spending the night with friends or whatever. So yeah, I did end up, uh, getting caught and. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad for a couple of days. I yeah, I can and, imagine. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, and that's when pretty much it all stopped. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I I did it before I turned sixteen and got my license, and then I started working and didn't really do a lot of that. I mean, when yeah, when I started dating Jeremy and he was playing in the bands, we did some, you know drinking on the weekends but it was always at a friend's house and we always never drove or anything like that so that's 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 fair i can't smell heineken without one to throw up because that's the first time i got drunk was heineken so yeah it was it was beer i mean we were it was cheap beer and we drank a lot of it and yeah Yeah. can't even smell it now just uh, uh what is something you can't live without Something I can't live without. Well, I would say personally, it would be my family. Jeremy's the major part of that because, like, I can, which all the listeners know, I complain about him all the time. But <laughs> he's, he, when he is not here for a prolonged amount of time, I completely, utterly, miss the noise. I miss him. So yes, it's, it's crazy. I might complain, but no, when, I mean, it doesn't even take half a day and it's like, uh, yeah, I need, I need his, I need him to be there. So yeah, yeah. we are, we are all, yeah. It's like taking somebody that's lived next to an airport or a train track their whole life and then moving them to like a quiet field, like the quietness is just going to drive them insane. (laughs) Yeah. He got mad at me tonight because I told him, I said, what are you on? Because he was just a chatterbox. And <laughs> he's like, you know, so we got really quiet. And I'm like, I didn't mean for you to get quiet. <laughs> but, but yeah. Uh, so my family and my dog and 
definitely showers. I love showers. <laughs> that I know. I learned that living with you. <laughs> I, I I don't take them as long as I used to, but I still, yeah, I'm, I might be a clean freak when it comes to, and that's because I work in a dirty environment, so. Yeah, that's fair. I, uh, I like showers too, but like, I just, that's like, if I get sick or if I'm hung, if I've drank too much, that's like my safe zone. My, my, there's something in my monkey brain that's like, just get to the water yeah, yeah. and you'll be fine. You're okay. <laughs> and then eventually it stops being hot. And then I like, oh, I gotta get out. You gotta get out. Yeah. Uh, what is something you can't stand? <sighs> something I can't stand. Oh, wow. Um, I would have to say it's negativity because I have so many people complaining at me throughout the day. I just want to go home and not be around people. So, yeah. I mean, I just wish people could like keep things to themselves. You know, it, it's, it's really hard to listen to all the time. So... <laughs> If you're anything like me, you've got a face to where people just seem to want to unload that kind of stuff on. Yeah, it's and just... that's and a lot of people say that's they're like, well, you know, you're a good listener, and it's like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> why I do I have to be because because I I I really don't want to hear it, but I can't not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Kayla tells me like I. People talk to me while we're out. People just in general talk to me. And like I and then I complain about to Kayla. I'm like, oh, this and that. And she was like, she always goes to be like, it's because you're too nice. <laughs> you listen to people and this and that. And I was like, I don't think I come across as nice. She's like, no, you are. You're too nice. That's why everybody wants to talk to you. Uh, ironically, it's the thing that I'm just like, I just want to be like, okay, I just want to do what I'm here to do. Which is ironic come for me because I know I don't shut up. But like, I like talking to people I know people I'm comfortable with. I don't necessarily want to hear people talk to me about why they're angry at politics or this or that. Cause I don't ever talk about that stuff. I'm not a politic kind of person or right. religion kind of person, but people right. seem to want to just tell me all about it. And I just, and it's never good. It's, it's never no, good. no. And, and, and I'm just, I'm, I, I think it's just the position I'm in. I hear everybody's complaints and then I take them in and I put them on my shoulders and try to fix them. And it's like most of the things can't be fixed because it is just their negativity, you know, of yeah. the situation we're in. And it's like, oh, my God, you know, so. I get that. I mm -hmm. completely do. Uh, okay. So what is some wisdom you would like to pass on to the listeners? <sighs> some wisdom. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I think I said, said this for like my new year's resolution, you know, to not feel so anxious over things to try to cut down on my anxiety. So when I start feeling that way, I step away and I stand up straight and I smile and, you know, just try to remember that. So just think positive, I guess. Um, because if you're thinking positive, hopefully that rubs off on the people that are <laughs> causing your anxiety. 
what is ang- like what is like what does anxiety like feel like for you like um so this is funny going back to my mom when i was a kid i always remember her with her head down and always complaining about her neck well as i've gotten older that's where all my stress is in my neck so it is very hard for me to stand up straight because it hurts. So it in the last couple of weeks since the new year, it's been better because I have been reminding myself to stand up straight, you know, head up and and so that just seems to help. It's like it's like your whole it's like the blood isn't running everywhere. So it's all getting stuck, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, no, that's no, that's that's absolutely got to be like a genetic thing because like that's something that I will complain to Kayla about all the time because like when I'm not like when I sit in the work truck, my boss and everybody has to adjust the seats because I put mine straight up because I feel better if I'm like this, right? But instinctively, I probably have the worst posture out of anybody I know because like I'll constantly complain to Kayla like I'll realize how I'm sitting on a couch and I'll be sitting like slump like this. Mm-hmm. Or like, or been over. I'm like, why do I sit like a dipshit? I was like, it makes me feel awful, <laughs> but I do it. And then like, it, like you, like just like, and like you said, in like that area, and like my neck and like my my mid back is like where I feel it all when mm-hmm. I get anxious. And I I really haven't been an anxious person until this like last couple of years. Like it, uh, it just kind of snuck up on me. I had like my first like adult like panic attack, and like I thought I was dying. And, uh, I just, I don't know. It's just, it, I, I've never, I also, and I've never liked anybody really touching me, like in that general area, it oh, just yeah. gives me the Wiggins. Jeremy so. always is like, let me, let me crack your neck. Like, don't you dare touch my neck. No, yeah, it is. No. <laughs> no, no, yeah. it's gotta, it's gotta be something genetic from your side of the family. <laughs> Cause that's the same for me. I, I seriously would laugh at my mom. It's like, you know, it's like you're her neck couldn't hold her head up, you know, and, yeah. and it was just because I, now I realize how much stress she was under, you know? So yeah. it was, it was, it was a lot. So. Apparently we carry our stress in our necks. <laughs> we do. So yeah, stand up straight, sit up straight and keep it moving and yeah. keep that flowing. So hopefully it's go somewhere else like at yeah, our I've ass. Been, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I've been t- I've been trying to be better about it. It's just like I said, it's like every day on that couch, like I, and I was like, we need to buy a different couch. I was like, cause I just, like I said, I just sit like a dipshit when I get on it. I just keep slumping down and I end up being well, more Sometimes you have those like, couches where you just naturally sink into and it's hard yeah. to, yeah. It's awful. Uh, okay. So, uh, what would be your last meal if you could pick it? Okay. So... I have this thing with ceviche. You know what ceviche is? Yeah. Yeah. I love ceviche. So I would like that to be my starter. (laughs) There you go. See, that's what I like. A good, like an actual meal. meal. Like the death row people do it right. They get like six or seven things. It's got to be more than one thing. Um, And then I would like a medium well steak. Um, And... There is this place where they have the biggest potato wedges I've 
ever had. And they are delicious. <laughs> they're like fried and they're just yummy. So I'd like those. And then I'd also like a Kenny Schooler to go with it. So, and That's I'm not a big dessert fan. So, same. I, I honestly, if I had to, if they're like, you have to pick a dessert, I'd be like, can I just get another appetizer? Or, oh, yeah. Because I, I just not, I've never been a sweets person whatsoever. I'm there with you on the potato wedges. I love a good potato wedge. Oh, these things, if you're, if you come up to visit, we'll have to take you to this Mexican restaurant. I'm serious. I got, it's like a fajita bowl and they have, four potato wedges on the side of it and oh my god they're so good oh absolutely i plan we, we're gonna i've talked to kayla about it before we i definitely would like to go back up sometime i know like most of the places i either worked at or anything are all gone now up there but i always like going back home especially during summertime it's so usually really nice there compared to here where it's very hot yeah degrees. yeah so it's always really pretty there around summertime or like the beginning of summertime. It can get hot up there. It's just oh, yeah. not. It's a different yeah. kind of heat. Right. Okay. So last thing I'm going to let it, if you, uh, last question is, do you have a question for me? Oh my. I've asked you 21 questions. So <laughs> if you want to ask me a question, you can ask me a question. Okay. So, oh my. Um, so where you're living at is is that a house or an apartment it is an apartment and i have lived here longer than i have lived anywhere in my adult life wow i wow. think it's been uh i moved in here right before my daughter essie was born and she turned 7 this year so i've been here for about 7 years now and you have it's you have Two little girls that yep, live, I have, live with you, correct? Yep. Okay. I have Essie May Cawthron, who is named after my granny on my father's side. Uh, she was one of the like she was one of the most lovely people I have ever met in my life. Uh, which ironically is one of the people I spent like the less amount of time with because she lived in uh, she lived in Kentucky, right? But like I just remember every visit I ever had with her as a kid, and she was always extremely sweet. Um. And then there is Sabrina Marie Cawthron, who is named after my favorite teen, teenage witch and nice. has my mother's middle name for her middle name. Mm -hmm. And they both live here. And then they have their older brother, who he's going to be 14 this year. Oh, my gosh. And his name Daniel. is yeah, Daniel Haven Cawthron, which he has Daniel, which is uh, our family middle name because it's my middle name. It's my dad goes by Dan and so does his dad, but both of their names aren't Dan. Their middle right. name is Dan and he turns 14 this year. And then That's crazy. there's two other little girls that I raised since they were little that live with their grandparents now uh, from when me and Chelsea split that I see still regularly. Nice. And uh, that is Kaylin and Kinley. So I've got, there's a bunch around here. <laughs> So, uh, last thing, uh, any plans on marriage or anything? You guys have been together for quite yeah, a while. No, it's going to be five years this year. Um, five uh, years. We, wow. Yeah, yeah. This is, uh, also the longest relationship I've ever been in. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, I talked to, I literally last, it was last weekend, uh, that I had talked or last week that I talked to golden Jay about it. And cause we were talking about your guys's anniversary. Cause your guys's anniversary is, is tomorrow is tomorrow, which yep. you guys have been together for 32 years. Correct. 
because you guys married have been for 32. Yes. Yep. So you guys have been married for 32 years, as long as I've been alive at this point. <laughs> I turned 33 this year and uh, we were talking about that. Uh, it's the longest relationship I've ever been in and the most healthy relationship I've ever been in. Cause I fully admit that I have been a shit significant other my whole life. I think it took, it's, it takes, I think it takes people to meet the right person for them, for that person to become the best version of themselves they can be on their own accord. Right. I yep. feel like if somebody is, somebody pushes you to change, it's, it's going to be different. I feel like there will be resent there. You'll feel like somebody didn't like you how you were, but when you find the right person and you change of your own accord, because you want to be a better person for that person. I think you found that person that you're supposed to be with. Right. And that's, that's exactly how I feel with Kayla. Cause I spent my whole life, uh, like I said, Logan fully admits to being a shitty boyfriend his whole life. Uh, <laughs> he would, I would, he would, uh, I would go hang out with my friends and not invite my significant other because I felt like they couldn't be mushed together. I felt like I, if I wanted to be myself, I need to be away and with my friends and this and that. And that always ended with my friends hating my girlfriend and my girlfriend hating my friends. Right. Yep. And like the strife that didn't have to be, but with Kayla, like if I'm doing anything, I want her there with me because she is my best friend. Right. If I'm off with my friends doing something, I was like, this is great, but this could be better if my best friend was here with me. Yep. So marriage is definitely a thing. 110%. She's aware of this. Uh, she, every now and then she asked me about like, when are we gonna get married? And I tell her every time she asks, I push it off a little bit. <laughs> just to it's, mess not that, it's not, it's nothing bad. It really isn't. Yeah. No, I, it just, like I said, it, uh, it's, 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 it's for me, it's like my brain. It's, uh, I have to for, honestly, I forget we're not married because we've been together so long. We do everything together. Like, and when people like talk to me about it, I'm like my wife. It's just because that's just where my brain is right. with her. And like I said, she does everything with me. She goes, she knows my family. She goes with me to all my family stuff. She's raised the girls and that's their mom. That's all they know. Right. She's raised them since they were itty bitty. And she like, she, she didn't hesitate. She came in. I was like, this is, this is this. And well, and I she, say you ought to marry that girl. I'm gonna, I'm gonna marry her. I promise. <laughs> she knows too. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it's it's the same way with me and Jeremy. I mean, if I'm doing something without him, I don't feel right. And I think he kind of feels the same way. So I uh when I told her pretty quick when we got together that like uh I I am I'm a between my cousins and me are very we're 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 the rare few because we grew up with our parents always being together, like your kids and me and my sister, like that's very rare. Right. It's, I, I don't, I don't think I have a single friend uh, like that. I, that has their parents still together or weren't raised by their grandparents and stuff like that. And I was like, uh, I never really understood it until I got with you because like my mom and dad have been together forever and something my dad would do. My dad works offshore and when they were living at this house in Louisiana, I'm with him and, um, I'm just sitting there talking to him and he's just waiting out in front of the, uh, waiting out in front of the garage door. So I was like, why are we standing out here? And he was like, well, your mom should be home 
in like five minutes and he's just there waiting for her at the car. And I was like, it's been like 30 something years, man. And I was like, that's just kind of blow my mind. I never understood it. Well, they are, and, they, yeah, just, just watching them and the way they are, they're, they're definitely meant to be together. I mean, they, yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> and, and I get it now. I completely get it now. And I, that's why I told her, I was like, I, I don't feel like I have a lot in common with my mother and father. But when I found her, I was like, I was like, I have this in common with them because I get this now. Yeah. Because now I leave work. I see her every day. But when I leave work, <clears throat> I wait for her to call me and she calls me and I talk to her on the way home. Like I only live, I only work 10 minutes away from home, but we talk from that time to when I get here. And we, like I said, we see each other every day, but it's still, I don't That's have awesome. an issue. I like, I, awesome. I like hearing it. So. All right. But that was, that was all, that was all the questions. Uh, sorry if I put you on the spot with any of them. I just kind of wanted to mix it up and everything. No, it was all good. Actually, I didn't feel like I did too bad. So. <laughs> Sometime you need to come on here and replace Jeremy and do the other side with me. And so I does J Dub. We can do that. We can do yeah. that. Because it's nice to sit down and talk. This might be the most that we have ever talked like consistently. It, it's true. It's true. When you live at I, the house, I I loved having you here. So yeah, yeah but I'm glad that you're nice. happy. I'm glad I lived that you're underneath happy. her son's bunk bed. And- <laughs> And woke her up all the time at night coming home. So she's being nice. No, no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, like I said, I, in the perfect world, I could mix here and there because like, I love there. I like the blueberry festival. I like the summers there, but I fucking hate snow. I cannot stand snow. I have a bad leg, which is bad bones and cold weather is not good for me. And on top of that, driving in the snow is for the birds. No, I, I, I totally get it. We have been very uh, lucky this year. We, we've only had uh, one, one round of the white stuff. So hopefully, I mean, it's, it's felt like spring the last uh, couple days. So we'll see if we get another bout of winter before. That's, see, that's crazy hits. for me to think about because like at this point, like we're done with anything relatively like that at all but you guys at this time of the year you guys could still actually catch snow oh yeah up to past easter i mean you just never know into april sometimes so that's insane uh i i do before before you get off i do want to let the listeners know that uh you guys know the rocker chick and you know golden jay and you know they're together and everything but like i got I got to grow up there. every now and then I let it slip instead of calling somebody by the radio name. I call him aunt Bobby or uncle <laughs> Jeremy. It happens. Uh, but I got to grow up with them for the longest time. And then we moved away and then we moved from Germany to Texas. And then I personally went back to Indiana for a while. And when I got, went back to Indiana, I lived with them for, I can't remember how long I lived there. I might, maybe a year. Yeah, but or, it was probably pretty close to that. Yeah. And, uh, it was a getting, getting there. It was jarring, but like in a good way, because like I grew up with my family who is a very different dynamic than your family. Uh, it's just how we are. Uh, we don't, we didn't go to bed every night telling each other we loved each other or anything like that. We all just kind of like did our own thing. And the first night I'm there and I, and I lay down and I go to bed underneath Gunner's bunk bed. And then it's like the end of an episode of little house on the prairie (laughs) where 
uh, Uncle Jeremy is like, uh, I love you, Gunner. And it'd be like, I love you, Dad. And then it's like, I love you, Mojo. And, and it's just everybody's saying it. And I'm like, okay. And then it gets to me. And then it's just like everybody starts saying, I love you, Logan. And I'm just sitting there in bed. I'm like, ah. <laughs> And, like, I talked to Kayla about it, too, because every now and then, Uncle Jeremy, when I'm getting off the phone with him, uh, he'll be like, I love you, bud. And, like, I I, I hesitate because, I, like, I don't – when me and my parents get off the phone, we don't say it. And then I just feel like I always stutter when I do it. I'm like, I, I love you, too. <laughs> it's – is yeah. Um, I don't – I don't know how – it was it was just a thing we did when when we had kids that's that's what we do and and still to this day when we go to their houses or they come here when they leave both the boys uh give me a kiss on the forehead and say i love you they're um sarah jess montana trevor we all it's it's just what we do yeah you guys are killing it like i said you guys have <laughs> fantastic fantastic family you all are really close yeah not it. yeah it's 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 good it's it's a good family <laughs> and and now all of them podcast except for mojo and eventually jeremy will break her and she'll podcast i i am sure when she moves closer um she will get involved somehow i am sure i'm sure i don't i don't doubt it it's kind of in her dna it's it's in there but I'm happy that he got you on. I'm happy that you came on to Tucson because it's always nice hearing your voice. And I know that you like the paranormal. I Because I know I... when I talked to him about it, he was like, I know jack shit about the paranormal. And I was, <laughs> like, I was like, but you can learn. It's fine. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not sure what my draw is to it. But yeah, I do. I, I enjoy I enjoy a lot of the, the shows I and. In- you know, if I wasn't working five days a week, however many hours a day, um, I would definitely love to go and actually see some of these places and investigate some of these places at some point in life. But oh, we'll yeah. see. You guys absolutely need to at least get out, get out somewhere. Go. Uh, yeah. What's the, what's the one you guys always talk about? Waverly is the one you guys always talk about. It's yeah. Relatively. You guys got a few that are pretty close. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And like I said, it's just, you know, life and just day by day things. I mean, at the beginning of the week, we had like one, one lunch with friends for the weekend. Now we have, um, a Friday night supper with friends, uh, Saturday lunch with friends, a birthday party right after that, you know, 50 miles away. Um, we have the Super Bowl with the kids on Sunday night. So yeah, everything just fills up so quickly and, it's even hard to get a vacation scheduled. <laughs> oh yeah. And plus you got, you guys, like I said, when you're not podcasting, Jeremy is absolutely podcasting or editing podcast. Oh and yeah. Then during wedding season, there was He's... no telling where he'll end up to. Mm-hmm. Cause that dude doesn't stop moving. Correct. So. Well, I'm glad that we got to sit down and talk and you let me ask you some questions. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm glad you uh, put the effort into this and uh, hopefully we, uh, our listeners get to know all of us and hey, tell more people about us and we get more listeners. So, well, I think I can't, I think I want to say, I don't know who's next. I can't remember if it's J-Dub or Jeremy, but he, I'm excited. I kn- I feel like I know a lot about Uncle Jeremy because I listen to almost everything he does. Right. Uh, You'll be able J-Dub. to answer his questions yeah. for him. Yeah. You'll be like, no, I that's not right. That's yeah. not what you said. <laughs> yeah. 
I have I don't know almost anything about J Dub, so that should be interesting. Yes, I think but tonight will was be... super interesting too because I I like I said I learned a whole bunch that I didn't know right off the bat. So hey, see. <laughs> But I think that wraps it up. I know you; it's a work night for you, and it's 9 o'clock your time, so I won't hold you up any longer. All right. Well, thank you very much. Um, did you need to talk to Jeremy or anything? Well, yeah, actually bring him in. I'll holler at him real quick. But, All uh, right. And again, thank you, Rocker Chick, for coming on and interviewing. And uh, everybody make sure, if you want to hear the Rocker Chick more, to check out uh, the Patreon when it launches on April 1st. They will be having a lot more content. They're going to be doing, uh, I know they're going to be doing trivia because I've, I have a firsthand experience with that. I won't spoil it for y'all, <laughs> but it, it's, it's definitely a thing. So, but thank you again, Rocker Chick. Yeah. Thank you. And look, look, I love you, Aunt Bobby. You have a good night. I love you too, Logan. <laughs> hey, look, I did it. <laughs> right. And he didn't stutter. Yeah, there you go. Before before you hit stop, uh, we, we still got to do, do an outro, but I just wanted to get you in here. And uh, who are you on the phone with? I heard you talking just a oh, second ago. Sorry, was that no, that? You can't take a siesta. No, it was as she was walking out. You can't take a siesta from talking from a little bit. You had to go talk to somebody else. Oh, Phil called. Um uh, he called because our invoice for our Kansas City Chiefs tickets came in. And okay, what are they re-upping it because the season's over? Um, yeah, season tickets. As soon as this is when we start paying for the season, so we start okay. in February, and then they do it in four payments. So okay, I didn't know how that worked. If it was like a lump sum at the beginning, or well, they we charge you guys more when they start winning a lot, like the Chiefs have been doing. <laughs> we are able to sell. Uh, a certain amount of tickets and and almost make up that balance. So it, oh, it's, so every time you don't go, you just sell your tickets to somebody. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's dope. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, I learned so much tonight. I bet you did. I did. I I was just telling uh, the rocker chick that I think this is the most like consistently me and her have talked my whole childhood, my whole <laughs> life, because <laughs> it's just nonstop. It was just it was just Logan and the rocker chick. That's what this was all about, right? Absolutely. I feel like I got to know her better and the crowd got to know her better. Right. Um, they're, they're, I feel like some of my questions uh, were a little harder to answer than I thought they would be. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of everything. It's a little bit of just plain Jane, get to know people questions to paranormal questions to just like a little bit more deeper questions. So I thought it was a good mix. Good, good. I'm I'm excited to actually go back and listen to it. I I could hear some through the uh, doorway, but uh, this this is weird for me to be not doing the podcast and being in the other room listening to the podcast being done. And so I can imagine it was, it was a little different, a little different for me. But it was it was strange for me too, uh, because every time I've done a podcast, it's been with either like. Bozen and Matt, who I talk to constantly, regardless, or you, who I also talk to constantly. Right. So it's just it was different just having me and Bobby in here because uh, it's just it's just it normally doesn't we don't normally have like hour long conversations between the <laughs> two of us. <laughs> so I can't well, wait to do J Dub because I know nothing about J Dub. So yeah, you're gonna learn a lot in a very short period of time. So, how was your day? My day was good and busy, but good. You know, how about you? 
Uh, it was all right. I was, was busy. He went by quick. Um, I spent my day writing questions today. <laughs> like I said, I got 21 <laughs> questions for uh, everybody as they come on. So Right on. And they're, and they're all the same questions, so we can learn just the same th- everybody's opinions about certain things. Cool. Cool. But uh, I figured she she couldn't get it to hit stop, so I figured I'd have you come in here. We can just pl- do our plugs and do an outro, and we can get you guys out of here and get Bobby to bed. All right. Sounds good. So um, do you want to do the outro, or how do you want to do here? What, so we've got uh, – well, we got uh, we got the Patreon coming up in April. April 1st, right? Where's that still April trying 1st. to land? Yep, absolutely. Uh, April first. Where? What kind of? What kind of content we you guys got lined up for that? I know, like I said, we mentioned trivia. We didn't spoil trivia. I just said we right. did trivia. We did trivia. We also have um, reaction videos uh, where I have scoured the internet to find some of the coolest paranormal um, TikToks or YouTube videos, and I have been. I will play them. And you get the rocker chick and J Dub's reaction to said, you know, there's a couple of them that are um, what's the word I'm looking for? There are a couple that are kind of um, uh, jump, jump scares. Yep. There's some that are just kind of you know gives you gives you the heebie-jeebies a little bit, and there's a couple of them that are just like, hmm, okay, we think maybe that might be a hoax, or you know, whatever the case may be. Um, we're also in the midst of putting together <laughs> the, the dirty dad joke. We're going to do a couple of those where if you laugh, you have to take shots. Um, we haven't actually recorded those as of this date yet, but, uh, that's something we're looking into. Um, of course we're going to do another trivia. Uh, this time we're going to get, uh, Chico noise from the call guys to be, um, you know, basically Pat Sajak or Alex Trebek or whatever you want to call it. So uh, we're working on that. That'll be one of them. Um, and I'm going to say this now. Uh, we haven't uh, we haven't fully 100% got it taken care of yet, but we're going to get this thing launched. And then somewhere in there, we're going to add another tier and we are going to do a full, what's the word I'm looking for? Commentary of J-Dub's episode of A Haunting. Ooh, that'd be super cool. So we're going to sit down, we're going to throw it on, we're going to watch it, and we're going to do the commentary, and we're going to get the insight from J-Dub about the about working with those people about the story that they tell and you know some of the uh, insides and outsides you know because we've done episodes you know a haunting with jennifer williams was one of the you know uh, one of the first episodes that the team boozers were able to do mm-hmm. and we've talked about it you know a few times here and there but um i think that uh I think that this is going to be a really cool thing to do. That sound, I can't wait for it to launch. I mean, I myself will be on the Patreon. I'll sign up 110% because I got to hear the extra content myself. <laughs> got to watch all the videos. Okay. No <laughs> but, um, you know, I think that uh, as it stands right at this moment, tier one will be um, 
will be where we'll, we're going to have autographed posters. Uh, and when I get to see you this summer, which we are planning on making a trip down there, nice. um, when I get to see you this summer, I'll bring some of those so that you can autograph some of them also. So we'll have some of those. But, you know, mainly at the, the start off point, we'll just be the three of us. So tier one will be an autograph poster with uh, a shout out on the show. We have a special discord, uh, a private for just United States paranormal. So you'll get a code for that. Um, tier two will get you all that stuff. Plus um, we are going to put, and this is still a lot of work for me, but I think, uh, I think I know exactly how I'm going to do it. Um, but you will get full video episodes of every episode that comes out. So you'll nice. get to not only get the audio, which you stream on a, on a weekly basis, but now you'll get the video and you'll be able to see us. Um, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it upright, man. It's not going to be like just four squares or three squares or whatever the case may be. Now, some of them will be because if we do a Zoom recording with, like, say, Peter or with you or whatever, then, you know, you're going to get the Zoom because uh, you're going to get the Zoom recording. But yeah like anything on our regular episodes will be a full edited, you know, the whole nine yards where, you know, you're going to get a shot of the rocker chick talking and a shot of J dub talking and a shot of me talking and stuff like that. So I want to make it something really, really nice for our, for our listeners and uh, anybody that signs up. And then of course, uh, tier three will be all of the extra videos with the reactions and the trivia and all the other little things that we do. And then eventually we'll do the, a haunting, um, somewhere down the line. Oh, that's going to be super interesting. I think it's a lot of work up to this yeah, point. Yeah, no, it, it is. Yeah. yeah, I could imagine. Yeah. It's, it's, now it's editing video and making video content and everything. So it's definitely going to be listening. If you guys love hearing them talk weekly, you'll absolutely love the extra content they're going to be putting out there. So definitely check it out when it launches in April, which April will be. April will be the month that the J Dub interview goes live because right. March is going to be you, right? And then I don't, I don't know what you're going to find out about me that you don't already know. Listen, I made sure these questions were. I think I got you with these questions. I'm going to learn some <laughs> things and stuff. <laughs> I, I like I said, I did a good mixture of like generic like questions for people that don't know you, and then some stuff that's like leans towards paranormal questions and stuff like that. I think, I think I got you. All right. All and right. You'll, and, uh, yeah, I mean, you do get the advantage of like hearing the questions because Absolutely. you're going to be editing tonight, but, uh, regardless, I might mix up the order to throw you off. That'd be fine. Too. <laughs> might come up with one or two new ones. You never know. There you go. Yeah. Why not? But, uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, make sure, well, I don't have to do paranormal or the plugs for the rest of the thing because, we have an we have an outro for it, yeah. But the only thing, oh, go ahead. The only thing that I would you know add on there is please go to the website unitedstatesparanormal.com. Yep. Go check out the merch store. Um, we would really love the support in in uh, a couple t shirt sales if if we could. I don't want to sound like I'm begging, but uh, man, I'd love to see some uh, t shirts fly out of the store. I'd love to be able to go somewhere and see somebody walking around with one. Um, you know, I tell you what, if, if, if you are local or in Kansas city, you know, and I see the t-shirt when I'm at the mall or at the rally house, um, you know, I'm going to stop and talk to you about it. So, uh, Absolutely. but I think, I think that'd be great. Uh, we'd love to sell some, sell some merchandise. So 
help support the podcast because I mean, that's right now that's our income. Yeah. I know for a fact that a lot of people, a lot of people came here for Haskins, the scarecrow design and stayed for the people. So, right. You know, show, show Haskins a little love, pick you up a scarecrow shirt. I mean, he's, he's, he's trying to make a living too. <laughs> if you don't buy a t-shirt, he's going to have to go back to the cornfield and that's not a great life. No, no, it's not. You don't want to get covered in bird shit and smell like <laughs> corn when you go home. <laughs> I was going to say, he's always covered in bird shit. It's terrible. Yeah. So you can go there, you can find a great, a bunch of great designs. You've got Haskins, the scarecrow, you've got your cast per t-shirts that's mm-hmm. cast per that's not casper can't sue us don't try <laughs> uh we've got our we've got our uh skunk ape uh pissing on a tent i like to call it camp disrespect because he's disrespecting camp <laughs> uh we've got uh, if you like to support endangered species we've got a t-shirt on there for the great white bald beaver it doesn't get more endangered than that no no seldomly do you see one out in the wild <laughs> very very rare <laughs> unless you see j-dub and there's a good chance you will in fact see j-dub's beaver yep she loves the she loves to have her beaver beaver out <laughs> i know we've got uh i think a few other shirts that we've got up live right now we've got uh i think we got our sasquatch shirt on there where he's just chilling yep uh, summertime squatch shirt the banshee shirt is up there yeah i can't remember what all we've got live right now but i can absolutely check it out also, like if you go to type in Tusop on my phone, it brings it up instantly. Yes. It's nice. But uh, no, we absolutely have fantastic merch. Uh, go check it out. Also, don't forget to check out. Uh, we are now an affiliate with um, Perfectly, uh, Perfectly Pick Games. Games. Yep. So go check out their website. You can get a. Uh, What's the discount we've got going on with them? We got a, if for if you put in Golden Mojo, you get a twenty percent discount. That's 20%. Yeah. That's nothing to scoff at, especially because board games can get up there. So, okay, and, so. and you will get a personally picked game. They, when you sign up, they will, um, they will give you a, um, a, a survey or questionnaire so that they can understand what exactly, um, you want and, you know, about your family and stuff like that. Nothing too personal, I don't believe, but it basically helps them uh, get down to the nitty gritty of of what kind of games they think that you and your family would like. So it's very, very personal. It's not just uh, it's not just, oh, month one, you get fucking shoots and ladders. Month two, you get, you know, fucking monopoly. It doesn't work that way. They're trying yeah. to catch your vibe and see something that you would personally enjoy instead of like a loot crate where everybody gets the same thing. Right. No, oh, that's great. Uh, some of the shirts that we have on the website, uh, some of my personal favorites. I love the chiller filler shirt. I'm very oh. proud of that shirt. Uh, then we've got, we got the sipping Mothman, um, which comes on a toast colored shirt. You can get it on a toast color shirt, which I didn't even know toast was a color, but it's a great color. <laughs> it's a pretty nice color. We've got the Parlingua shirt. Uh, let's see. Like you said, we got the Banshee on here. Um, we've got multiple Haskin shirts. We've got the cryptid hat. I mean, we've, we've got our anniversary shirt and we got our collab shirt with uh, the call guys, the two sop, uh, the hoax is out there shirt, which is right. one of my absolute favorite shirts. And you can't forget the golden J t-shirt. The golden oldies, baby. Golden, golden oldies. oldies. Which we made the golden oldies shirt before you started your oldies podcast. 
It's true. It is very, very true. Yeah. Uh, I should somehow figure out how to put those two together and have a golden 80s, golden oldie shirt. What you need to do is just get get Esteban (laughs) to put a Frankie Vegas skeleton beside you (laughs) on the booth. (laughs) And you're good. There you go. Yeah, and don't forget, check out the show notes of every uh, show. Uh, there's a link to Esteban's, um, I do believe his Instagram, right? Yep, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Um, so go check out, go check out Esteban's work, man. The guy's amazing. He you ought to see, seriously, I don't think anybody understands the, the amount of, um, <laughs> the, Logan gives him like this really rough sketch oh, of what he wants. <laughs> and, and then you get what you see uh, in the merch store and he is, yeah, he does amazing. He does amazing work, but absolutely go check out S go check out the merch store. Like I said, we've got hats, we got cups and we've got, if, even if you don't like our show, we have the best podcast art out there. Honestly. I really oh, yeah. think we have some of the best merch out there. I love our designs, our whole cryptid family. We're slowly assembling. Go check it out. And I've had listeners tell us that that's the reason they clicked on it was because of the, because of the art Yep. and stay for the people. Yep. And uh, hit us up at the United States of paranormal at gmail.com. Send us some emails. Uh, we got a really nice email, a few nice emails this week, but uh, hey, hey, send some love to the other side. come on now i'd like to hear from you guys say hi ask me how my week's going i'll ask you how your week's going we can have a rapport there you go united states paranormal gmail.com uh just uh put in the subject line the other side logan needs love yeah and if i didn't ask a question that you would have liked to heard answered from the rocker chick you can just email us and you can ask her yourself and we will make sure you guys get an answer absolutely so, absolutely i think that covers all the bases yep and don't forget we got some great stuff coming up um brad ferris is coming in a paranormal investigator from the indianapolis southern indiana area uh we have um uh the uh, the boozy brothers the boozy bros uh paranormal coming in uh in march peter will be back in march uh with another uh, another story uh, and uh, we are paranormal in April. We'll be on the show. Uh, I mean, we're just uh, we're trying to mix it up a little bit from not just straight stories, but uh, straight from the uh, from the people out doing the investigations. So we're super excited to to try to start this trend and get this going over the next few months. And and uh, yeah, some really cool stuff coming up. I look forward to it. I like I said, I get a uh, all the time. I hear the content when everybody else hears the content, other than the stuff I record. So I'm excited for it. I'm definitely stoked to hear some uh, paranormal investigators encounters and everything that's coming. So yeah, I'm excited too. I'm excited to sit down with everybody. So I think that's it for uh, me on this end, guys. So uh, next time I see y'all, we'll be on the other side like normal with Golden Jay. Yep. At the end of the month, we'll be back. So in just two weeks, really. Yeah. And jokes on them. They thought they were going to get a golden J free episode, but I made sure that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just sitting here thinking, is like, how the hell did I end up on the rocker chicks episode? <laughs> <laughs>
I was supposed to just come in and and uh, work on the edit. I wasn't supposed to be on the show. I didn't want you to feel empty inside. I, I do feel empty inside. Oh, it's yeah. so hard to be doing having a podcast go on in my house and I'm not on it. Yeah, but, we so. all know that you were sitting at the door just with your ear pressed to it, just like giving your narrative while it was going on, just whispering it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, um, Ozzy was having no, no, no bit of it. He did lay in front of the door waiting for her to come out. So yeah, he was like, uh, uh, I'm not buying into this shit. Get your ass back out here. Something was wrong. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, I'm going to let golden Jay get out of here. So, uh, just remember when it's late at night and you're worrying about what's on the other side, don't fret. It's just me and golden Jay sitting here waiting for you on the other side. Later. Bye. Thank you for listening to the United States of Paranormal. Check us out at theunitedstatesofparanormal.com or at any other of our social media pages. At Twitter, at T-O-S-O-P-P-O-D. At Instagram, at the United States of Paranormal. Or Facebook, at the United States of Paranormal or YouTube at the United States of Paranormal 1795. Please check out our other podcasts in the Golden Mojo Entertainment Network. The Call Guys, Golden Image Podcast, Indiana Chiefs Fans, The Golden 80s, Murd Nerds, and A Court of Books and Booze. And... If you have a location you would like us to check into or a creepy story that you would love to tell us, please email us at the United States of Paranormal at gmail.com. Please like, rate, and subscribe wherever you listen.